Welcome to the Catholic Cafe, where Catholic truth is served fresh daily. We've made you a reservation in the luxurious corner booth, so come on in and see what's on the menu today. Now, here's your host, Deacon Jeff Drzezemski. Greetings and welcome to the Catholic Cafe. I'm Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe. And I have got a special treat for everyone listening, and even for those not listening, because they should be listening. And it's a special treat for everybody because this is a sort of special quarantine edition of the Catholic Cafe. We know we're still in the midst of a pandemic and lots of uh, bad things going on out there, but um, the Drzezemski family has found themselves in self-quarantine. We are doing our part uh, and so I don't have Tom Dorian and Sam Rodriguez here with us today. Instead, I've got many of my family members because we're all quarantining together. Hello, family members. Everybody say hi. Hi. Hey, all right. So the Drzezemski family is here joining me uh, on the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe just because the price is right. Could afford these, all these guests here. Um, uh, I we were exposed to someone who tested positive for COVID nineteen. About I guess it's been a couple of weeks, uh, not quite two weeks, and so we're almost at the end of our self quarantine. But couldn't get uh, Sam and Tom in here, or Ziggy and Tom in here, so decided to bring the fam uh, and uh, do a little time. Hello, Bess. This is my wife. Y'all know Bess because, and she's got a whole fan base, <laughs> yeah, which right. is, you're too far away from the mic. You'll be a better Hello, wife. everyone. There you go. So Bess is here with me, and we brought three of our kids. Now, we have nine kids, uh, and so we just could only fit three into the luxurious corner booth with us, because we have the booth that's crammed right now. And so we have some exciting stuff to talk about, and that's why we brought, I guess we brought the most exciting kids that we have. Your favorites, yeah. I, w- I did not say favorite, because your mom. Yeah, like, but you said it in your voice. Yeah, you thought it. We could all tell. Okay, well, don't step away from the mic, Mary. We can't hear you. I'm sorry. Now, Mary was on here before. In fact, have all of you been on the show before? Yeah. Yes, I, I said Candy Cane. What, Candy Cane? Yeah, we were talking about spiritual Christmas. items for Christmas. Oh, awesome. Yeah. And so, Mary, you were on that show, too. Yeah. And you were also here another time, but uh, you were only like three years old or something, as, as, from what I can remember. Yeah, I don't really remember. Yeah, I see, I know, but you were so cute, and you're still cute. And so we, you are going to be the cute factor today. That's why I'm here. Yep. That's right. So we'll make sure that you are cute, and of course Noah, being the wise one, he's the oldest of the kids that are here. You just turned 21, and uh, was that exciting? Turning 21, by the way. I mean, I can drink beer, so I guess so. So, in, <laughs> responsibly, of course. Responsibly. You just told a couple million people that you like drinking beer, and that's good, and we drink responsibly, right? Of course. And now, we, we, uh, we toasted in your 21st birthday in Tunica, Mississippi. That was kind of fun. Went down and gambled for the first time, right? That was exciting. Five and blackjacks. It was a good time. That's right. So, you did. You did. You were lucky. In fact, uh, Tunica called and said, please don't bring him back. He's so lucky. <laughs> no, no. We had a, we had a good time, but... Um, so, and we don't recommend gambling to anybody who shouldn't be gambling. That's one thing that's important to note. But, so what we're going to talk about today is interesting because as a quarantining family, I thought I would bring up some, uh, a topic that you guys probably don't talk about much, and that's evangelization. Do you ever have to sit around and, you know, the family sitting at, at, at dinner going like, how can we evangelize better today? Every night. I mean, that's something Megan would bring up. Megan, now Megan Wood, our, the oldest, right? The old, old, your older sister. Yeah. And everyone's trying to live up to her. Uh, faith experience. I'm sure you guys are going to get there soon one day, I'm sure. 
But so we're going to talk about evangelizing with the family and what that looks like. I just finished. You should be proud of your dad. I was just part of a really neat conference with the uh, the Pints with Aquinas folks, Matt Frad and his his folks did a neat uh, conference. It was a virtual conference and done with the virtual Catholic conference folks. And that was really a great experience. And we had so many people sign up and listen. I did a talk for them. Uh, me and several others, and you actually still get access to those talks. Uh, you can still get a premium pass and see them in hindsight uh, and, and get those. They're really, really good talks about apologetics. And this was a, um, a topic, I think, that um, I, I don't know. I've heard that word. You don't hear that word a lot, I guess, but it's kind of a uh, – it's just part of evangelization. And I think a lot of people don't pay attention to that kind of stuff that much anymore. And I, I know my kids don't go around talking about apologetics, right, even though your old man's kind of on the radio doing it. Speak for yourselves. So myself, all of them, and so so Mary, what do you what do you what do you know about apologetics? What does apologetics mean? There's a long radio silence right there. <laughs> you have just sent like all of the engineers at EWTN have rushed back in there to go like we're off the air. Something's something's wrong because Mary, who speaks for herself, and says, Bess, what is apologetics? Apologetics is defending our faith. There you go, defending our faith. And it comes from the Greek word apologia, which just means to make a defense. So apologetics is just defending your faith. And so we don't talk about that a lot, do we, guys? But you guys live it. No, we don't. Yes, yes you, you do. do. Uh, Eli <laughs> says he doesn't. I'm just trying to. I can't see you. You're talking over into the wall. You need to talk into a microphone. I like the wall, though. No, talk into the microphone. Elijah, you defend your faith even with your girlfriend elijah has a girlfriend wow let's let's tell two million people your girlfriend's (laughs) name uh hannah hannah hi hannah you're now two million people you know wealthier in your fan club that's awesome so uh what do you what do you how do you defend your faith i mean we don't want to make this like personal information about hannah we don't want to do that but like when you're talking to someone say like a girlfriend eli how do you how do you defend your faith or, or why do you how does your faith come up in conversation or does it I wouldn't say it so much as defending the faith more of uh explaining it to someone who doesn't have the same faith or beliefs as I do how old are you 19, 19 right you just turned 19 so yes. um and so uh and she is uh 50 how old is she 18 18 all right very good <laughs> I just wasn't sure almost 19 almost 19 so you're the same age and uh and so she's she, is she in, is she asking questions about like why do y'all do this and why do y'all do that? She has a few questions about certain things. Uh, her parents were brought up in uh, the Catholic Church, but ended up leaving it at some right. point. So she wasn't personally brought into any of that, but she knows this and that. But so it's interesting that you'd say it all like this because you're probably the first thing you did when you met her was like. Can I share with you about my relationship with Jesus Christ? I mean, I'm sorry. The first those, thing those came are out the of words you, that I said as soon as I met her. So now everyone knows that you're lying, Eli. <laughs> I never lie. I'm a you're, devoted Catholic. You're, you're wearing an Elvis hat, and you are you are defaming the name of Elvis when you lie like they that. They don't know I'm wearing that hat. You just I just told I them. could be wearing you know no, reindeer ears right now to be festive. You, you are wearing headphones, so that's close. But anyway, so now Noah. Uh, like, if I was to ask you, like, how you shared your faith, would there be a way in which you would describe how you share your faith? You're 21. And other than going to Tunica, Mississippi to gamble and drink <laughs> beer, how do you share your faith? I, it's For me, it's kind of, 
it doesn't come up super often just because the people that I surround myself with, most of my friends are all just as Catholic as I am. So in a world of... So lukewarm, you'd say. Yeah, about, yeah. <laughs> hey, don't say that. That's not true. He's uh, got a friend who's a seminarian in our diocese. Ooh, that's... And one that's who's good. discerning. Two yeah. who's discerning. But um, so it, for me, it's like besides, you know, just living my faith when I'm with them, um, maybe sometimes when I'm, you know, in college and I talk to... I've talked to a few of like the uh, the guys who sit around in the mess hall and give you out your pamphlets to go to whatever church they have their services on Monday nights or whatever. You don't just run from that because most Catholics well, just like go. No, uh, I need to be somewhere else. I'll be honest; they give me Jolly Ranchers and <laughs> and then they hand you that, and underneath it there's that little pamphlet, so it's hard to run so, away. <laughs> so you would become like Baptist for a Jolly Rancher? Is that what you're saying? I didn't say that. No. <laughs> So 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 you're not ashamed or afraid, I should say better. You're not afraid to share like what faith tradition that you that you follow. Not usually, no. Yeah, that's um, good. And Mary, so like you are, you know, just uh probably less likely even then to encounter a lot of folks because you live in the basement, right? Yep. And you don't come out much. You come up Mm-mm. for food, which is good. Yeah, sometimes. That's right. Or when the when the uh Wi-Fi is down. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah what's I, wrong with well, the yeah, yeah. got to ask. Yeah, so uh wh- how do you like with your friends and stuff? I mean, I know that you two have a lot of Catholic friends. Mm-hmm. And family. Yeah. And so how do you feel like you share your faith? I'm I'm not really sure. Maybe it's just in doing those things with my friends, you know, going to church with them, praying with them. I it's right. just kind of doing my normal stuff. So you see that and that's uh, all you guys have great answers. Uh and all of you can be paraphrased. Your answers can be paraphrased as essentially just living your faith. So living who you are. Um I I know that like that apologetics conference I was part of that was it was really um uh, exciting to have so many thousands. I mean, I think they had over 30,000 people register for this thing. I don't know how many people watched my particular talk, uh, but I did have a, a live booth, a Zoom conference with, uh, we were uh, on for over an hour, like about 80 minutes or so, uh, with 100 folks just solid. It was booked solid the whole time, and no one ever, the few people that would drop out, another other people would come right back in. So it was really wildly popular, and I was I was really, really blessed and and it told me there's a lot of people that are interested in this topic, but all of them were like seeking specific like apologetics ideas and stuff. And you guys, it but it did teach me that like really one of the most powerful evangeliz- evangelization uh, uh, means or methods, the methodology is really just living your faith, being a witness. Do you all know what that means to be a witness? Who knows what that means? Raise your hand. People at home can't see you, so raising your hand doesn't do any good. But someone just answer. What is what is being a witness? Come on, Noah. You're closest to the mic. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I, do you want? What do you mean to say? Like being a witness is like witnessing living, your faith. Yeah, living out your faith, being a Catholic, so everybody can see it, kind of thing, right? Right. So, so Bess, you raise these kids mostly because I'm just, you know, I just, I basically, I help. you're too okay. busy recording your radio show. That's exactly right. I'm, re- <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm doing family time here because you guys right. are family all here. Family time is always yeah, good time. Made us. That's right. So, so, um, how, uh, how do we as a family witness our faith? What are some, some ways in which we do that? Well, we do things together like 
even just going to mass as a family. Sometimes we have to split up and go at different times, but it's always fun to go and all of us be there together and recognize that you can still have a big family in today's society and make it work and make them be happy, healthy kids. And that part is always good. So what about like when we go out to eat and things like that? And we say the blessing before every meal. We do the sign of the cross so that people around us can see that thinking Jesus is the most important thing to us. Hey, do you, do you guys remember when you went to like Louisville or something? Remember, and your, the car broke down. And were you old enough to remember when you were uh, you went to like mm-hmm. where was it? Where oh, was I know this is Applebee's? Going. Applebee's. It was I remember a story, this. but I don't think I was alive then. You were oh, alive. You absolutely, were. I had all I nine kids it. with me. Okay, awesome. So the car breaks down. I'm not there. Being the good, dutiful husband, I'm somewhere else. <laughs> you guys are in Louisville, Kentucky, broken down van, uh, and you're in a restaurant the in weekend Applebee's of. Um, like was it golf. golf the golf tournament one of the big yeah. masters or something. I don't remember what it was but it was I a big did. golf tournament and uh, so there was no all the rooms were taken everything was gone so but you were in a restaurant and what happened Noah oh well so we all did the sign of a cross and we said our blessing and then after bless us oh lord and yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> after the meal uh, when mom asked for the check it had already been paid for by a nice family who had witnessed us being. Uh, you know now did any of you have like uh, we'll work for food homeless signs or anything with you <laughs> no we didn't no, <laughs> no, I, I no forgot begging signs. this time <laughs> were you you might have been dressed like in disheveled kind of ways we were in a car trip yeah but they were we, all very good and Mary was just a baby I think you were still in a car seat Mary wow so yeah. so I, I'm and I'm not saying that we we do things like that uh, like pray in public and do the sign of the cross in public so that we can get free meals I, I guess what I'm, my point but is... But it is a way to witness. Witness, and people see faith. it. I mean, obviously right. it had an effect on somebody. Right. Right? And so that's a powerful way in which a family uh, can witness. And we're going to coin a new phrase. The, the new phrase is evangelization. Okay. Evangelization. Evangelization. Y'all say it three times fast. <laughs> three uh, times it's, fast. it's how you evangelize with your family. And, uh, and we're gonna, we have more to do on that. We're going to take a break. Uh, before we come back, we're talking. Oh, we got Bess, we got Mary, we got Eli, we got Noah, and of course, I'm Deacon Jeff. The Drozimski family is uh, is in the house in the luxurious corner booth. We will all be back right after a break that we're going to take. But before we take that break, I want to remind folks at home we got a great website, thecatholiccafe.com. Also, I would love to hear from you. Send me an email, Deacon Jeff at thecatholiccafe.com. And with that, we'll be right back. And this is another great moment in church history. It is not easy to love with a deep love, which lies in the authentic gift of self. This love can only be learned by penetrating the mystery of God's love. Looking at Him, being one with His fatherly heart, we are able to look with new eyes at our brothers and sisters, with an attitude of unselfishness and solidarity of generosity and forgiveness. All this is mercy. These profound words, spoken by Pope John Paul II, encompass the message of divine mercy entrusted to Sister Faustina Kowalska. In Poland in the 1930s, St. Faustina received a message of mercy for the entire world from Jesus Christ himself. In the midst of turmoil after the First World War, and the ominous cloud of another war on the horizon, 
a humble little nun encountered Christ in a series of deep and mysterious mystical experiences. She wrote, In the evening, when I was in my cell, I became aware of the Lord Jesus clothed in a white garment. From the opening of the garment at the breast, there came forth two large rays, one red and the other pale. Christ told St. Faustina, The two rays denote blood and water. The pale ray stands for the water, which makes souls righteous. The red ray stands for the blood, which is the life of souls. Christ commanded St. Faustina to convey his message of mercy to the world. He desired that she make known the infinite love he has for all people. My daughter, I demand that you devote all your free moments to writing about my goodness and mercy. It is your office and your assignment throughout your life to continue to make known to souls the great mercy I have for them and to exhort them to trust in my bottomless mercy. The message of St. Faustina calls us back to the church and her sacraments. It calls us to a deeper conversion of heart and a preparation for the final judgment and our own judgment before Christ on the day of our death. Through Faustina, Christ reminds us, He who refuses to pass through the door of my mercy must pass through the door of my justice. Christ told her that after this time of mercy, the day of justice will come, and he urges us to have recourse to his infinite mercy. St. Faustina's life and writings remind us to come and wash ourselves in Christ's mercy. I'm Bess Trzymski, and this is another great moment in church history. Welcome back to the Catholic Cafe. Here's Deacon Jeff. And I am Deacon Jeff, sitting in the luxurious corner booth of the Catholic Cafe Special Quarantine Edition here with Mary, Eli, Noah, and Bess Drzymski. The Drzymski family in self-quarantine. Hey, little known trivia, folks. The uh, the sounds, the singers back there the in our theme song, some of these kids were actually participated in that singing. Not, no, not that one. Yeah. Anyway, so that's okay. <laughs> Terrible trivia. That was stupid. Here's some more trivia. The winner, the best guess, gets a Dum Dum Sucker. And this is the coveted Sour Apple version of Dum Dum Suckers. If it's not Blue Raspberry, I don't really care. Okay, so Eli has <laughs> X'd himself out of the competition. He doesn't want to be the best guest. Well, I want to get it just so I can rub it in people's faces. Oh, no, that's, that's not very Christian. That's bad evangelization. That being Eli. a good witness, Elijah. Yeah, that's not good evangelization. I'm, I'm just trying to set a bar for my siblings so they can rise to something. And you're also not old enough to go into a bar. So, that's stated. Let's continue down our path where we're talking. First of all, also, I would like to say thank you for keeping this a no burp zone. You guys have done a good job. The rules, we well, laid I, down some rules, didn't I we? I asked beforehand and you told me no, so I I'm told doing my you, best. <laughs> you were doing a great job. Thank you for being very respectful because I'm all sorry. of our listeners want to hear the best. And speaking of the best, I have my wife, Bess. She is the best. Um, so how? another way I think that we evangelize as a family is just like in our choice of names, naming our kids. That's very true. How, do, we, how, how, how have we done that? Well, the first couple of kids, we uh, had names we picked up from our childhood that we both wanted. You have, we have a son named Jeffrey. Our oldest daughter is I Megan. like that name, Jeffrey. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to name my daughter Jeffrey. But, but your that favorite saint was Nicholas. You. I, didn't, I just realized <laughs> so, that. So 
Good we job. kind of picked names that meant something to our church as we got a little bit older and more. Our family. But as we got older and started picking names without just going, oh, that was my favorite name when I was 10, we started thinking about what their names would mean and trying to find good names that represent who we want them to grow up to be. Right. So then we have lots of biblical names, right. Christian names, bi- biblical names that we've chosen for our kids. And a lot of people, I, I just think in this day and age, a lot of people don't think that way. I mean, I, I, and, I, and if your name is Bella or whatever the latest character in, uh, which is the one in the sparkly vampire Bell? Bella. Yeah, Bella. 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 Yeah. yeah and, and I can't keep all that stuff straight. But I'm sure there's uh, other wonderful names that became very popular when a movie became popular. And so it appears like people, parents or prospective parents would like, I am naming my kid that. Which is, I'm not saying that's wrong. Um, I am saying that I, I think it's kind of sad that some of us forget the Christian heritage we have. And the idea of naming a child after a saint that they could then look up to. Right. Now, I, I will also say, I remember one time I was sitting there talking to someone who who asked about my kids' names. And so I was telling them about like the Noah and Eli. And we were talking about Christian names. They said, well, those aren't Christian names. And I said, <laughs> well, they are now. I mean, so Noah and Eli, I mean, they're essentially, uh, they're definitely saints in heaven. That's right. So, so they're, they're, they're Christian names. So uh, they just prefigured, you know, the Christianity, right? Mm -hmm. By, by witnessing and being the prophets that God called them to be. Um, but it's important, I think, all of us. And, of course, my other kids, uh, Habakkuk and uh, what are the other? <laughs> Ham. Don't forget about Ham. Ham. Job. Yeah, Job. Well, Job Job is just so sad. Job is a very yeah. sad man. Yeah, that would be even life. hard for me to name my child Job. I don't, would you name a child Job? No. She pauses because, yeah, it'd be kind of hard to do that. It'd be kind of hard. But she- still... Biblical names are, I think, important. So, so witnessing, and there's many ways in which you can live out your faith. Um, now, but is it good also to study and learn more about your faith? Now, of the three that are sitting in front of me, these kids, are any of you currently involved in a Bible study? Raise your hands. I see one with his truthfully raising his hand, and the other wishing he I'd call on him just because. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> And so, one is studying Bible still in school because she's still in high school. That's right. So she is technically Bible. Bible. So Eli is the only one who's not studying the Bible. Eli. <laughs> I don't need to know him. it. I've already, like, it's you oh, memorized right. in here. Do you yeah. think so? Yeah. Um, yeah. Think so? Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're just yeah, shaming the, the only thing, we, the only thing we do at Bible study is just memorize passages. That's it. You're right. <laughs> so, <you> <laughs> Eli, what is your Bible study like? What do you guys do in Bible study? Now, is it directed in some way? Do you, you follow mean, a Noah? I'm sorry, no, no Eli. Right, not Eli. <laughs> you're right, Noah. Thank you for correcting me, everyone. So, Noah, what is your Bible study like? Uh, so, it is part of the focus group, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. Oh, that's a good group of people. Yeah. Um, and so, we meet every Wednesday uh, and. This semester, our theme specifically is manhood, so it's going over, you know, the cardinal virtues and things of that nature, uh, and we have two leaders and then the rest of us guys, and it's just a little... So it's a guys. Hour. It's a guys group. Yeah, they separate. There's a guys and a good girls thing group. the topic is manhood, and it's just guys. Yes, in there. yes. <laughs> that was smart thinking, I guess. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> it works out that way. So, but have you... Uh, do you find that like like you quote unquote learn things, or is it uh, something uh, that just you sort of just take in? 
I, I would lean more on take in less than learn. It just kind of makes you look at things another way sometimes. Because, I mean, most of the time we are just reading the Bible, but it's like it makes you think about this passage in this specific way or, you know, looking at it in this light instead and kind of eye-opening that way. So do you think that would make you a better witness to people just by knowing more? The answer is going to be yes, by the yes, way. Yes, the answer is absolutely yes. <laughs> yeah, very good. So Mary, now you uh, aren't in a Bible study, but you're studying the Bible as part of your uh, school curriculum, right? Yes. So what what have you learned about the Bible? Name one fascinating thing you've learned about the Bible. God is good. That's fascinating. <laughs> that is incredible. You are so gifted. Uh, you are certainly a prophet in this day and age. Yes. Uh, and I hope that people listen to you because we live in a very disturbed time period. With the pandemic, with uh, all the protests and all the violence, with the hatred, the dissension, with the election, all of the things that are going on right now that are turning the world upside down, little Mary Drzezemski is saying God is good. And he is all the time. And all the time, God, God is, is good. good. That's right. That's right. That's a you know our 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 wonderful Bishop Emeritus Bishop Terry Stein used to say that at every single gathering, right? He did. And everyone loved to say it uh, with him. So these this idea of of Christian witness um, is is it? Do you ever find it difficult, Bess? Anybody? You guys ever find it difficult to witness? No. Not really. Yeah, I kind would, of. Sometimes it's hard when, you know, people might be in the next room talking down on religion or, you know, like when I'm at work and, you know, I'm sitting there eating my lunch and there are people watching whatever's on the news and they happen to bring up Christianity because Trump and Biden are talking and they're saying things about it, you know, that I don't specifically agree with. It's hard then to kind of stand up and be like, well, that's not fair because I'm like this and I don't, you know. So you, you don't like being lumped in with the bad folks, but what do you do in a setting like that? Uh, I would sh- show them my point of view or like how I do it. And they are all the time respectful of me and I'm respectful of them and they'll see it from my point of view and they'll either, you know, apologize or understand that that's not always the case. And they may still not agree with you, but at the same time, you've done something respectful. You see, this is this is evangelization, and all of us. So, Eli, you need to pay attention to this, right? I told you, I've already got this all memorized. I know I'm you do. It's hundred percent on this. And, and Mary, this is something to look up to. This this idea of respectful um, sharing of our faith that's so important this day and age. And I think that's the answer, Bess, isn't it? I think that's the best answer, just to witness by who you are. Amen. So that's an awesome thing. All right, so evangelization. We need to all do it in our families, everywhere, so all can see that God is good, right? And well, let's ask the Blessed Mother to intercede on behalf of families and evangelization. <laughs> Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Thanks for listening to The Catholic Cafe. If you'd like to contact Deacon Jeff, send him an email at deaconjeff at thecatholiccafe.com. Visit us on the web at thecatholiccafe.com. You can also find us on iTunes or follow us on Facebook and Twitter. The Catholic Cafe is brought to you by the Order of Malta Federal Association. Join us again at the Catholic Cafe, serving up salvation one cup of coffee at a time.